Bulletproof Radio, a state of high performance. You're listening to Bulletproof Radio with Dave Asprey. What if there was a way to feel younger for longer? Well, there is. Your body needs something called the NAD plus molecule to help you age well. When you're young, your body makes a lot of NAD plus, and that helps you make energy. It helps you keep your DNA healthy, absorb nutrients well, and it protects your cells from stress. But once you hit about 30, your NAD plus levels start to drop. The good news is that longevity scientists have found some things that can help, like niacin, niacinamide, and niagen. They help your body make more NAD plus even as you age. All three of these are in an amazing formula called Qualia NAD plus. Check out Qualia NAD plus risk-free for up to 100 days at neurohacker.com slash Dave15 to save an extra 15%. That's neurohacker.com slash Dave15, Qualia NAD plus. It's what I use. Everyone's talking about red light therapy beds and for good reason. There's a company called ARRC LED that's building an entirely new class of LED devices. ARRC LED beds integrate proprietary scanning technology and frequency protocols to shape the delivery of six different wavelengths in dose-optimized photobiomodulation. Yes, that's a lot of words. What it is, though, is that photobiomodulation improves the underlying energetics of the cells in your body. And those changes can benefit nearly every tissue and organ and system in your body. You change your cells and you change your life. For more information, visit ARRCLED.com. Today's cool fact of the day is that your skin can cover quite a bit of area. On average, it's about two square meters when it's stretched out. And why you need to know that, I have no idea, but it's still kind of cool. And the reason I bring that up is that on today's show, we're going to talk about skin. We're going to talk about how to hack it and how to help it perform because it is the largest organ in your body. Although you could probably argue that your intestines might be larger if you flattened all, all the little villi, but we're not really going to go there. And if you want to hear more about skin, you could certainly finish listening to this episode, but there's been a few other episodes with guests you might want to pay attention to. Uh, Andy Nilo has been on several times, uh, and I'm helping Andy with Alatura, uh, his, his company, which is doing really, really well, the, the green facial mask that you've seen. Trevor Cates has been on, the spa doctor, and Suzanne Bennett. And if you can't remember all those names, that's okay. Just Google skin bulletproof radio. And I promise you that you'll see things about skin care and nothing else that you shouldn't be seeing. No, not safe for work stuff here. All right. What if there was a way to level up your energy, get rid of stress and take more control of your body? Welcome to quantum upgrade. This is a new technology that taps into quantum energy to help you feel amazing. Quantum Upgrade has a lot of different products that help protect you from EMF and help activate your body's natural healing abilities. You can expect better sleep, more resilience, less stress, and better blood flow. The cool thing about Quantum Upgrade is that the products are backed by a lot of heavy-duty scientific studies, and there's a new measurable upgrade. You can now use Quantum Upgrade to increase your consciousness levels between 1,400 and 2,200 on the Hawkins map of consciousness. If you don't know what that means, do some research because it's impressive, it's fun to learn about, and it's something that I've come to understand. Ready to try Quantum Upgrade? Visit quantumupgrade.io slash Dave for a seven-day free trial. Today's episode is with Trina Felber, who's a paleo skincare expert and international best-selling author of Beauty's Dirty Secret and CEO of Primal Life Organics, which is a paleo-oriented skincare company. 
She's been a RN for 20 years. In the last eight years, she's been a certified registered nurse anesthetist. Now, Trina, how does taking care of your skin have to do anything with knocking people out for a living? Because isn't that what you do? Um. I did it a lot for a long time. Yes, I, I like to put people to sleep, but I like to feed their skin even more. Um, you know, it's just interesting. Um, I started my my career in the burn center as a nurse, and that's where I fell in love with the skin. That's where I really oh. learned what the skin is like and what an injury to the skin can look like. But I also learned that it regenerates, and it's really cool because really everything regenerates every seven years. And um, I, I really got a passion for the skin. And when I went back to school to do anesthesia, I learned at the cellular level what things can do to the body. So I have discovered that I like biohacking skincare. And that's what I do. I, I learned how to feed the cells of the skin the nutrients that they need so that they can perform normally and function normally so that you have beautiful skin. So th- this is something that that's oftentimes not... Uh, not something that guys are going to talk about. It's one of the reasons that that I'm uh, I, I'm a fan of this is that the skin is an organ in the body, right? And we'll go into more of, of what it does. Right. Uh, but a lot of guys don't really take care of their skin, and I I've been one of those. And I've been asked a few times, uh, maybe more than average, like Dave, how come your skin looks so good? And I actually didn't notice it that much. And I'm like, uh, butter. <laughs> like <laughs> it's called the bulletproof diet, uh, but. Uh, I've had a chance to work with some of the the people behind uh, that facial scrubber company whose name I'm forgetting right now, Clarisonic. And like, so for a little while there, I was like, I'm going to scrub, and and I'm like, this is a lot of work. Uh, and I do the the facial mask, the Alatura thing, on occasion, and and now I use some moisturizer stuff. But uh, I've definitely noticed that that having just a minor level of care, other than oh, I use soap today, woohoo, I win, which is how I used to be. That it does actually make you look less haggard. Like like it, it, this isn't like masses of makeup and forty five layers of of stuff like a lot of women do. And also that's probably not good for you. But it, right, what, what do you see? Like because this is what's interesting about what you do. It's paleo, but it's also skincare. And I'm imagining like cavemen in mud baths or something. What's the <laughs> like kind of what's the connection here? It, like I thought skin came from the inside out and. What are you doing from the outside in? Just oh, kind of no. walk me through all that. No. <laughs> you know what? It does. It does come from the inside. You have to feed your body good things. You know that. Yeah. Um, for the cells to function right. But it also comes from the outside. And if you take yeah. a look at what Big Cosmo is feeding you, the diet, I like to call it the diet of Big Cosmo, it's carcinogens, endocrine disruptors, and um, all sorts of toxins that can cause a plethora of diseases and or skin irritations, problems. Big Cosmo. What was that? Yeah. Big Cosmo. What is that? Um, like Cosmo Cos- magazine? <laughs> no. <laughs> Big Cosmo is, you know, you walk into the department store or any store and you purchase um, a- any kind of product. And it's even grocery store. It's any mass-produced products. And it's also, you have to be very careful because products that are labeled natural and organic also contain ingredients that are harmful because there's no regulation, federal regulation for skincare. And... It really, you really only need to have a very small amount of an organic or natural ingredient to be able to label it as natural and organic. So, and, and also, just because it's natural, like you know, what my favorite natural organic uh, plant protein is what's that? Sarin, the nerve gas. <laughs> Sorry, it comes from beans, right? That's, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's true. Well, you know what? I like to talk about water because water is natural and water is yeah. organic. And when you look at your skincare, almost 
all the time, the very first ingredient is water, which means that's the primary water. But it's not it's not even that they purify it or distill it to remove the the things, the heavy metals and any kind of toxins that are in there. So what you're actually putting on your skin or purchasing is polluted water. Well, that's what's coming out of the tap too, which you're probably right. washing your face with as well. And, and that's, it seems really kind of complex when, when you look at this. I've a, I have a lot of experience in anti-aging in, in that realm, and uh, there's some you know, crazy lasers and things like that you can do on your face and all sorts of, of things. I, I, I may hold my breath when I'm in my cryo chamber and get my uh, face. I was going to say, yeah, cryotherapy, yeah. Uh, right, uh-huh. and, and like I have one, I'm like almost directly above it right now. And it, so there's all this kind of crazy stuff, but, but it, okay, then you go to a hotel room in whatever city, like I'm going to L.A. later this week, and I'm going to be like showering in chlorinated water that's probably full of pharmaceutical chemicals from people. Like they can find Wellbutrin in most city water now. And I'm like smearing it all over my face and the rest of my body. At least I'm not drinking it. But like, okay, how do I deal with that? Because you're a skincare expert and I feel like I'm sort of like, first I soak it in jet fuel. I get no oxygen into my skin. I get dehydrated and then I take a shower in crap water and hopefully not with hotel soap because I'm not going to go there. But like, okay, how does a normal person deal with all this stuff? So, okay, it's like anything else. You have to optimize your health. I'm sure you talk about this. I've heard you talk about optimizing your health so that when you are exposed to something that's not um, natural or, or to the level that you would eat it, drink it, put it on your body, uh, your body is able to, to um, metabolize it and get rid of it. Your liver's not overloaded to the point where it can't handle anything um, you know, that you ingest or take in. Okay, so, so you handle yourself on a, on a biological level, like from the inside out. So you take your toxin-binding things and you increase your antioxidants and you, know, you, you do some deep breathing exercises and, and you, you know, uh, do gratitude and forgiveness and so now you're not stressed. But you're still like coating your skin in chlorine, killing all the natural bacteria on your skin. Uh, like what can I do from, a, from an external skin perspective uh, to basically not look like such a zombie? Because I, like, I, I was on uh, CNBC Squawk Box uh, last week you know, national media, huge hit. My flight was two hours delayed out of Chicago. I slept three hours and woke up at 6 a.m. New York time, which is 3 a.m. my Ouch. biological time, and went on TV. And I think I actually kind of kicked ass. But they had this beautiful makeup department full of all sorts of crazy-ass chemicals, and they smeared them all over my face. I actually did a live video while they were doing my makeup. I'm like, here's how you look so great, right? <laughs> but, but like, like I, okay, that's just odd. At least they wasn't like sparkly lipstick, but it, it was pretty well caked on. But that's what they do for everyone. So, all right, you know, win in Rome. But... I wiped it off with like this facial thing afterwards, like a handy wipe, and it was like covered like like a little mask, my death mask of makeup, and it was gross. So given that I'm not going to do that when I'm, say, going to L.A. this time, but I'm still going to fly for several hours, and I'm probably not going to look my best, if I'm going to go on camera when I get there like a movie star, what do they do? Like what do you do for people like that? Like how do I, how do I look good? But also it's important for my longevity and for things like that to not let my skin get all clogged up. So like like – what should I smear on my face or what should I do? Well, what I have done with, with my line, what I, what I started doing was making things out of food. It's, it's all food-based. It's, it's from the earth. I like to call it mother, uh, mother Earth or planet Earth giving back to me. And I decided that if food is what I need, the antioxidants, the vitamins, the minerals to eat and feel better, then just imagine what my skin would look like if that's what I used on my skin. Um, and I was actually really nervous about giving up Big Cosmo because I was um, I, I bought into exactly what they were they were selling me, 
And I had acne for 40 years and I couldn't, yeah, I mean, I couldn't get rid of it. I was 40 years old. I had acne. My skin was so oily. And I finally, um, it, it was the reason I started my company and the reason I found skin food is what I like to call it is because I suffered a mysterious miscarriage and being a health nut, um, both my husband and I are, you know, very healthy, um, eating healthy. And I was at 40 years old. I started to examine everything around me that could yeah. possibly be polluting <laughs> me. You know, I mean, you do, that's what you do, you know? Mm-hmm. And I knew that there was, I, I would never know what the reason was, but if there was something I could do, I would, you know, alternate something in my in that I could in my environment. I think that's called biohacking, right? <laughs> or it, something along those terms. It is. It is indeed. In fact, my very first book was the Better Baby book, which was everything you can possibly do to increase fertility. Because my wife was infertile when we met, and so yeah. there's a whole chapter on like makeup and and it's, household chemicals. Because if you're going to expose yourself to those, especially when you're trying to get pregnant, the body's kind of sensitive. And we have a rule. In fact, it's, the rule came from that book, and it's. It's that if you wouldn't put it in your mouth, don't put it on your skin. And, and that's one of the things that I really appreciate about what you're doing is you're like, okay, what do the things that go in your mouth do on your skin, which is kind of cool. Yeah, so I, um, that's exactly it. I, I, and makeup, it, everything is so polluted and you don't realize how much, uh, how many things you're using every day. I mean, even your toothpaste. And, and you know, I like to talk about toothpaste and, and the fact that it's good to clean your skin or your teeth. Your teeth will get clean with it. But everything else that it does to you totally outweighs the cleaning. And there's better yeah. alternatives. I, I developed a tooth powder made from dirt, made from clays, because the clays have the healing minerals that your teeth need to remineralize so that they don't break down. And I made it for my daughter who had um, a defect in her tooth when she was born. And it's amazing. It, it literally will remineralize and heal your teeth. But it's the same concept. Uh, what you won't eat, don't put on your skin. Your cells need those vitamins, minerals, antioxidants. And if you want to look younger, you know, when I was 40 and had um, oily, acne-infested skin, I was afraid to put oil on my skin. But when I, when I was, I finally got, I got pregnant again almost right away, and I was seven weeks along, I glanced down at a moisturizer one morning, and a light bulb went off. I knew that the ingredients that were in there were very harmful to me. And that is when it connected that I wasn't as healthy as I thought I was. I thought I was this guru in mm-hmm. health and here I am polluting my, my body and I never gave them permission to do that to me. So I ended up going to my um, kitchen and just slathering my face with olive oil because that's the only thing that I knew at that moment that would work well and was not going to pollute me. And I literally threw out my makeup. I threw everything out. And I thought, if I can't make it or find an alternative that I trust, I'm not going to use it. So I got busy because I didn't want to live without makeup for long. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what do you, what, what's in your tooth powder? What's it called, by the way? Like, like by the way, like there's a rule on Bulletproof Radio, which is like, like you're not here to sell stuff. You talk about the stuff you make because obviously you wouldn't make it if you didn't believe in it. <laughs> Right. <laughs> because that's actually a huge act to create something that didn't exist before. And mm-hmm. uh, it's not necessary to make you know stuff that, that's subpar when you're running a small company. Like you make it because you care. But like don't oversell the stuff. Just tell me what's uh, no. in it and why people I'm gonna, care. <laughs> it's made with um, three different clays. Bentonite clay, white kaolin clay, and French green clay. And then it's got right. just a little bit of baking soda because that will also help um, clean the teeth. Mm-hmm. And um, 
if you want it flavored, we use the essential oil. So peppermint is the most like your uh, commercial toothpaste it, taste. It feels but, it feels good. I, I've used it. Um, I, I use a variety of things on my teeth, but I've absolutely used your stuff. And, and yeah, yeah it, it, it's a different clean feeling. It's smoother than normal toothpaste. It it is, and it's, it doesn't lather. It's called dirty mouth. I you know actually Liz Wolf named it for me because I was having a hard time, and um, it's, it's I texted. It's better her. than potty mouth, so you you, you went on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went with dirty mouth, but um, it it really does. It, it feels good, and it the thing that you know with I don't know if you know this, you might. Um, but your teeth, in order to be remineralized, the process all has to happen in your mouth. It cannot leach minerals from your bloodstream. So if you don't have the minerals in your diet, and most people on a paleo diet probably have a sufficient or a good amount, but we all know that the soil is depleted. So the only way to get those minerals in your mouth is to either eat them through your food and your diet or to brush with them. And since you look at, if you look at your um, big Cosmo toothpaste, you're going to find zero minerals in there. So they're cleaning your teeth, but they're not really feeding your teeth anything. Well, fluoride's a mineral. Yes. That's not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why, why would you tell people not to put fluoride in their mouth? Well, it's, it, it's just toxic. It's toxic in numerous ways. It's not good for your liver. It's just not good for your body. And it's not good for children. I, I, I fully agree. I, I'm just always gathering, uh, gathering opinions and data on that. Uh, my biggest one is it's a prescription drug to slow thyroid function, uh, right. which is, I, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were talking about um, men using skincare. And I have to tell you, I have a lot of male clients. A lot. It's amazing I, I didn't think that men were going to be as interested. My husband is a skincare junkie. He's my number one fan. Um, but men are getting more and more concerned and interested as they should be because uh, breast cancer is on the rise in men as well. And it's actually growing faster than women. Um, and the endocrine disruptors that are in Big Cosmo products uh, can disrupt your endocrine system and your hormonal system, you know, is responsible for a lot of things that can cause cancers, all sorts of things. So, well, we we have an advantage in that we can look distinguished, um, but there's another word for that, which is old. Uh, and so, I think a lot of guys, and and not not just you know middle aged guys, but even younger guys are just saying, wait a minute, like I like to look reasonably good, like, like I, I feel better when I look healthy when I don't have pimples, like, like when I have giant pores and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to do a few simple things, but I, I get the impression that there are very few guys out there who are willing to spend an hour in the morning preparing their face. And there are a lot of women, in fact, there's, who is that, Michelle, someone or another with like a billion YouTube views on like how to have pouty lips. And like a billion pouty lip videos, like, oh my God, like I don't know a lot of guys who watch those things, but clearly there's a market. So why do you have so many guys who care about what you're doing versus well, the average like skincare thing, which is like, oh my God, we have like a lavender scent. Oh, and it's so delicious. And you're like, okay, like, like what are you doing different? I'll tell you, I, <laughs> I, I service the people that I, I call them the elite of the skincare pyramid mm -hmm. because it's the people, if, if you get to me, most likely you have changed your diet, you're eating healthy, you are looking for things that are polluting you in your environment and in your food. So it, it, the people that um, my customers really are the elite of the elite. They, they really take care of themselves. And 
not to say that other people don't, but that's who finds me. They're looking for me. And when they find me, you know, it's an overwhelming sense of relief that they can trust somebody. Um, I've, I've formulated everything myself. I've for, formulated everything for myself and for my family. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about kids and my biggest concern is that today kids are being polluted from the minute they're conceived because mm-hmm. there have been um, the, the ingredients in skincare like phthalates and parabens have been found in the cord blood of newborn babies. And that scares me. I, you know, I've done OB nursing, you know, anesthesia. Um, I've been in the operating room and, you know, you see those little tiny babies coming and it's just scary to think of an environment that started in toxicity as opposed to years ago when that, that was a clean environment. And if you look at even just what's in modern feminine care products, you're like, <laughs> you're putting those chemicals where? <laughs> and right. It, it exactly. just doesn't make sense. I know. It's really scary. So, so now you, you've got this ability for the skin to absorb things, uh, which is kind of important in that it's, in, in fact, all right, this is a little known fact, but how old, how old is your, your son, daughter? My daughter is seven and I have twin boys that are five. Okay. So my daughter is eight. My, my son is six. So very similar. Now, yes. you know, in the first two years of life, because you're a skincare expert and because you have medical training, that 50% of the calories that babies consume are not through the mouth. It's actually through the skin on their face, which is why they rub the food all over their face so it can absorb, right? Right. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's not entirely true, but... (laughs) But but they know more than us, and they know that that food is good for their skin, and mom, stop putting that crap on me. (laughs) Right, but... (laughs) What I really want is this avocado smashed on my face. (laughs) And it's it's so funny, but it's kind of true in that if you were to put some weird lotion-y crap all over your baby, which a lot of people do... Um, it does get absorbed very rapidly and it does mess with things. And you have the most leverage right around like the, the month before conception and the first trimester. And from then on out throughout your entire life, you have less leverage. It takes more work to cause change. But that also means that if you do something in early on that first three months of life, and I think skincare for babies is one of the more important things you can do, right? And, Absolutely. And we haven't talked about the the biome here like the the natural bacteria that live on the skin and do you do anything when you're you're smearing <laughs> um your uh, your food-based products i say smearing but you know you're, you're just using that they, they look and feel like like normal they're products beauty but they're, products they're, they're based on <laughs> they're based on on things that actually are biologically compatible with us right so if you uh, if you have you done any research into what those do for say uh, like the natural bacteria on your skin for yeast, for all the other problems like that. Like, just kind of walk me through what happens when you put your stuff on versus normal stuff. And, you know, a lot of that is with um, some of the ingredients that are in the Big Cosmo soaps and lotions uh, can destroy the, your normal flora, your normal bacteria mm-hmm. that live on your skin that protect you. It's really your first line of defense before your skin is those little biomes, microbes, things that live on your skin. And if something comes along, it they'll eat it and destroy it before it becomes you. But most of the soaps that have like so, uh, sodium sulfate in it, triclosan, things like that in it can destroy your natural bacteria. And then you are susceptible or more susceptible to having invasion um, through your skin. So what I did is I produce, uh, none of my products will destroy any of your normal um, microbes or bacteria. Um, My soaps do not contain SLS. They're all oil-based soaps. Cool. And and it's amazing 
the difference that you feel on your skin when you're not stripping your natural oils and bacteria because you need that. So your skin is in much better health from the very beginning, from the outside, and then you start feeding it from the outside to the inside as well as the diet that you eat. The more oils and high fats or good fats that you eat, as well as the other nutrition, your micronutrients that you eat, the better your skin's going to look and the faster it's going to heal when something does happen to it. So you can speed up skin healing and, Mm -hmm. all right, here's a question. When you travel, you clearly take uh, your stuff with you, right? Yes. Do you see that that a lot of people are now traveling with soap? I, I have for years because if your skin's used to a certain soap, then when you go to a hotel and you put their like the world's cheapest soap and the world's most expensive wrapper, which is what you find at hotels, mm-hmm. like you're totally messing with like an organ in your body. But do you see that most of your clients now travel with their own soap, or do people still use those little hotel bars? I I think most of my clients take their own right. take either my products or whatever they're using from their own, uh, mainly because I've had people contact me that said they totally forgot to take their tooth powder with them and they had to use nasty tooth powder or toothpaste and they couldn't stand, they were gagging on the, the foaming in their, in their mouth. They couldn't believe that they would gag on the foam that was being produced and the soap as well. People would say, you know, I've had people comment about how dry immediately they noticed a difference in how dry their skin was. So I would recommend that just for anyone listening right now. If if you're going to travel somewhere, take whatever soap you're using, and the Primal Life Organics is is like we're talking about. It's good stuff. You take that and you throw it in your suitcase. You can take a knife and cut off a little bit of it uh, if that's necessary. That's what I do. I keep it in a little Ziploc bag, the same little crack baggies I use for my my supplements actually. And then that way, my skin's used to what it's used to. And I'm probably getting crappy city water instead of the ultra-filtered well water that I have at home. But all right, fine. And that just makes a difference. Um, And I don't think most people do that. A lot of people are like, oh, I I, I got free soap at the hotel. So they just kind of do it. But I think it's an unconscious act. And it's not that hard to, to do that. And when you just have consistency for your skin like that, it reduces one of those like 10,000 tiny little burdens on your biology that you didn't have to do. I agree. And there is a stress when you travel. I mean, environmental stress um, from the airplane, um, if most people will travel by air, um, but you're getting bombarded by free radicals internally and externally. So the more you can do to stay normal, the better, like taking your supplements with you, taking your protein drinks or your green drinks, the things that you do daily, Take enough for you to, you know, take with you so that your body can still function normally and you can defend that stress a little bit better and reduce the inflammation that it's causing. One of the things that that I used to do a long time ago, I, I, I'm going to go on vacation, so I'm just going to like eat crap and drink beer. And like, funny, I felt like crap the entire vacation. And now it's like, I'm going on vacation. I'm absolutely packing, you know, butter, <laughs> brain octane, <laughs> bulletproof coffee beans, and like I wouldn't imagine going somewhere and like doing things to lower my energy level. And yes, I have a little a little kit uh, that I a little zippered thing with the the TSA approved baggie size. Yes. Uh, by the way, neat trick. If you yeah. have two baggies because you need two baggies and they're in separate bins, you're almost certainly going to get away with it. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, sneaky, huh? Sneaky. I've, I've, so I've heard. I've never done that. But okay. <laughs> what uh, what you could do there, though, is, is just you bring the stuff that's with you. And I have one, and this is another trick that I'd recommend for people. If you're if you travel at all regularly, just keep a bag of stuff that you don't have to pack each time. So it has 
you know, your tooth powder. By the way, tooth powder is not a liquid or a gel, so it doesn't have to be inside that bag. And so you have all the stuff, and then you just take that and you travel with it rather than going into your bathroom, like dismembering all your daily ritual stuff. Because what it's about for me is I don't want to spend an extra minute planning and doing stuff every morning because my stuff is all over the place. Like I, I just want things to flow effortlessly so I don't have to pay attention, which allows me to pay attention to something more important, like I'm working on my next book right now and, and things like that. So it's like, okay, like am I going to think about packing crap for my next trip or is it just going to be packed? And it should contain what you use on your teeth. You shouldn't use random stuff wherever you go. It should, you shouldn't use random soap and random shampoo and random other skincare products. Uh, I just I don't recommend that. Uh, and I want to shift gears to an entirely different thing, going back to what you put in your mouth. Yes. Not eating, but in terms of, of tooth powder. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with like the nitric oxide effects of bacteria in the mouth? Is that something that you've, you've ever covered? Um, I haven't covered, but I'm familiar with nitric oxide. Cool. In the last uh, quarterly box, or maybe the one before that that I do, I do this, this box with quarterly where every quarter I, I ship out like a, a gift box. I put nitric oxide testing strips. And this is really cool stuff because when you have enough nitric oxide in the body, it acts actually as a signaling molecule. And no one had any idea about this 10 years ago. And it's probably one of those breakthrough things that we're going to just keep hearing more and more about. In order to get nitric oxide, the good kind, not the inflammatory kind, Mm -hmm. you have to eat your vegetables and you have to have bacteria in your mouth. If you kill the bacteria in your mouth, you won't create nitric oxide the way you should. So if you're using the crappy toothpaste and antiseptic mouthwashes, you're actually totally changing your body's ability to cause vasodilation. Can't get vasodilation? Where would you like the most blood flow to be in your body other than your brain? That's kind of important. (laughs) <laughs> well, there are effects that come from using bad toothpaste in the mouth, and the effects will, will come out in other parts of the body that experience large swings in blood flow in both Interesting. men and women. Interesting. Speaking of blood flow, this is kind of a cool product that I developed um, if we're speaking about blood flow and food. Yeah. Um, I, I made this, um, you know, I suffered from acne for years, and um, I, I wanted something that actually would heal a zit like almost overnight. So one day I was going to bed and I had been making this muscle serum for my neck and it had cayenne pepper and uh, menthol in it. And so I had this big juicy zit that was growing on my cheek by the minute. And I thought, huh, you know, being the inventor that I am, um, I said, I wonder what cayenne pepper does for a zit. So I put a little bit on my zit and went to bed. And as I was going to bed, it was stinging and burning like crazy. But it was the best feeling because I felt like, oh, my gosh, it's burning the crap out of that zit. <laughs> finally, finally, something's going to burn the crap out of it. So I got up the next morning and I happened to glance in my mirror and had to do a double take like that zit was gone. I was wow. like, oh, my gosh, that's what kind. So then I turned around and I started researching. Why the heck did cayenne pepper do that besides the fact that it's hot? And it's the capsaicin in it that creates that heat. But it also, during that heat, is when the blood flow is being increased to that section, that area that you put it on. So that zit is being fed all these nutrients. So what I did was I created, I went back and I made this again and formulated it with a bunch of essential oils that would actually decrease inflammation, decrease redness, and speed healing like you wouldn't believe, regenerate the cells. And I'm telling you, I call it banished because literally it will banish anything very quickly. Um, but it, it it's so cool to see what food can actually do on your outsides. 
and how your skin actually responds to it. It's, it's so important. Well, it, it, people who are listening in their cars, a lot of people listen when they're driving or, or at work, but if you're not watching this on YouTube, you, you, can't, you can't really tell, but Trina, you have super clear skin, right? Thank so you. for someone who had acne for a long time, you're, you're doing really well. And, and I, I had a similar problem. I used to get these like subterranean zits uh, up into my adult life to tell us about my early 30s. And I'm like early 40s now, so this was 10 years ago. Well, isn't that when you changed your diet too? Yeah, I really started developing this. And I I changed my diet a lot before that, but I was still getting the the deep pimples. I was getting less of them, but it'd be like, oh, wow, there's like a redness. And then like a day later, it hurts. And then like like this thing would erupt from like the really deep layers of the epidermis. (laughs) And I never understood what was going on, but what's going on, there was systemic inflammation. And for me, it was eating certain foods and it was exposure to certain toxins. And the only way I get zits now, like like I maybe get three a year, like it, it's very unusual. I go and I'm like, oh my God, I can tell you if I go into a water damaged building, which for me triggers huge amounts of systemic inflammation. I did a whole documentary about th- this common problem. Uh, yeah. And then like three, four days later, I, I'll, I'll get them and it's like, oh my God, I actually have a pimple. Like, like I think I remember how to take care of this. Um, and what do you do? You treat it from an inflammatory perspective, and that's just what you're doing with with the formula you made. Is you're looking at this, but but yeah. I got to ask. There's capsaicin in it, right? So mm-hmm. if you get that near your eyes <gasps> or, or certain other areas, hey, this is interesting. Yeah, so <laughs> I just did um, a a little blog interview um, with a girl that I met when I was in Austin last weekend, but she said she uses the banish when she doesn't, when she wants to either one get back at her husband or two when she's <laughs> not in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will, oh my gosh. I will confess something. I, I grew up in New Mexico where we eat these really hot green chilies. And they're they're called hatch green chili and they're fire roasted. And in order to eat them, you have to like peel them in the sink. So you just get covered in green chili oil. And I think everyone in New Mexico, at least who's male, has experienced the problem of doing that and then going <laughs> to the bathroom. And you have to handle certain things and you're like, something really bad just happened. And then there's nothing you can do about it. So I'm guessing banished might have a similar effect. Very similar. And, you know, if you get it in your eyes, it will sting and it will burn and you won't be able to see for about 20 minutes, but it will be okay. Because actually there is capsium or the um, cayenne pepper eye drops. Mm-hmm. And it's very anti-inflammatory, very healing. Um, I don't make them because I'm not going to touch that. But if you do get um, the banished in your eye, because it does, it's, and here's the other thing that's really amazing to me. What banished really shows you because you feel the heat is you you can a day later sometimes like if you sweat you'll get that sensation and it's like wow it's still in my skin it's it's actually in my skin still so you do know that it's working and you do know that things seep in there and can sit there and but anyway it'd be fine <laughs> substance p is the primary signaling and inflammatory molecule in the body we we actually share it with slugs and yeah. it's funny because capsaicin, that, that uh, chemical in cayenne, is a class of chemicals called a vanilloid. And it's called vanilloid because they discovered the first one in vanilla. So you can oh. actually use vanilla and capsaicin similarly, but vanilla doesn't burn. So I, I tend to put a teaspoon of the vanilla max, the lab-tested like real vanilla, not, not the fake vanilla, which is 95% of vanilla you can buy. There's like right. ground up whole herb vanilla beans. And I put that in my Bulletproof coffee because you want to, to basically exhaust your supply of substance P. 
and doing it topically is really well established, even for things like arthritis and joint pain. And and you found out for skin inflammation, then you added some other things for it, which is pretty cool. I'll have to check out vanilla. I'll be putting vanilla in something soon. <laughs> it's it's totally worth it. Just make sure you get a good supply because it's a dried oh, yeah. tropical product. When you dry right. things from the tropics where it's moist, you typically get mold. And I, I've I've been to the grocery store and seen you know the twelve dollars for three vanilla beans, and you can see the white stuff growing on them. And that was what inspired me. We used a different curing process for for the bulletproof vanilla. I know I've used yours in my coffee, and I love it. Oh, you've used okay, cool. I, I, yeah, I'm a I'm a big bulletproof fan. Oh, so, thank you. Yeah. And that, so even just tiny amounts of it, you know the aroma of that. And you can probably get some like pure vanilla oil that might have a concentrate of that. I have not looked at that topically. But um, have you ever used coffee as an exfoliant? I, I have a, a few Bulletproof fans who are like, oh, my God, I don't want to waste the Bulletproof coffee after I brew it. So I take it into the shower and I like scrub my face down with it. Is that a good idea? Oh, my God, it's awesome. I actually have a coffee serum Oh, that cool. I made that is amazing. I, I, I technically only sell it January for, through the winter months because it's a really it's really good for the winter. Um, it's coffee bean serum. And people love it so much that I kind of keep it hidden on my website but available to the people that oh, know it because they sorry, want it all not, year round. It's not hidden anymore. There's like a quarter million people listening to this. <laughs> That's okay because it's such a good serum. But you know what? I've actually wanted to make a, um, a scrub, a coffee ground scrub. And I would love to use Bulletproof as my as my coffee. Well, so we could we talk. could collaborate. Let's we see. could collaborate. That would be fun. Yeah, I mean, I, right now I think we compost our grounds from the Bulletproof coffee shop. So I don't know how many grounds you need, but if uh, if you're, I think you want just use spent coffee if it's the exfoliant part. It's kind of a sin to take perfectly good coffee that you could drink and then smear it on your skin, but. But, you the, could. but it has good coffee has such good you know it has oh, yeah. such good nutrients in it though. I don't know that it would be a waste to use real coffee grounds. Yeah. I, I've I've used real coffee and soap before. It's, it's an interesting one, and I want to try your serums. You got to send me some coffee serum. Oh, I will. I will. Right. I'll, I'll send you a, a whole package. Can, can I just yeah. in, you just inject it straight into the vein? Is that how it works? You can. You can. It works really <laughs> good that way. <laughs> or you can put four drops on your face. <laughs> oh, that, that sounds like less work. I'm almost, I'm almost out of needles. So, uh, see, I like talking with a registered nurse. This is cool because I can make needle jokes and you don't freak out. No, I, I love I love needles. Not uh, for me, but I like to give them to other people. <laughs> the, the first time I ever did a vitamin injection on myself was probably 13 years ago. And it was a vitamin B12 intramuscular injection. And I'd ordered oh, this stuff from Europe. And I was like sitting there with a the needle, looking at my thigh. And I was just out there for an hour, like just holding the needle, looking at my thigh, going, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And it was incredibly difficult. And then when I did, I was like, actually, that didn't really hurt very much. But it is an unnatural act to stick a needle into yourself. But once you're used to it, it's not a big deal. I know. And the people that are diabetic that have to do that every day, it's a small needle that they use, but still, it's hard to do it to yourself. You almost need to have someone walk up behind you and just jam your hand down into it. Yeah. Right? It's a lot easier than someone else. And I'm not licensed to put needles in, but I might have helped doctors get needles in their arms when they needed uh, nutritional IVs because, well, you know, hey, that's just how you roll. (laughs) That's right. All right. I want to talk about what I should do. So I'm all about increasing my performance. I want to feel really good. And there's times like when I'm sleep three hours and go on, on TV shows in New York, what should I do when I'm probably going to be a little bit inflamed, right? Like, like how do I, how do I like make myself look all right? And this applies to a lot of people. You're like, oh, I'm a salesperson. Like, do you want to go in looking like a zombie or do you want to go in and look like you're going to sell that day? Or whatever you are, like there's times during the day where looking 
uh, your best is actually going to increase the results you get. And it could be you're going on a date and things just aren't right. It, it could be, you know, you drank too much last night. But th- there's times when you're like, I need like to be rescued from, uh, from the way I look. And if you share my values and, and we have the same, the same beliefs there, you don't want to like smear whatever preparation H all over your face or <laughs> whatever chemicals you're supposed to use. So like, like just give me like, give me the download. Like, like what should I do when I look like a zombie and I want to look like I'm super good? Well, I always tell people that um, in the middle of the day is the perfect time, especially like when you're making dinner. If I'm using coconut oil, I just start smearing it on my face too. So I don't let any go to waste. I'll just take it right off the spoon and put it on my face. Anytime you can add oil to your face, your face will love it. So I, I, I like to tell people the, ba- the fastest way to anti-age is to um, get rid of the water that's in the products because the water is going to dehydrate your skin and accentuate your wrinkles that is in all the big Cosmo things and put oil on your skin because your skin loves it. The, the oil is actually going to plump up your cells and make your cells healthier. You're going to have a little bit of a better toned skin and it's going to be a better color too. So midday, anytime you can put a little bit of extra oil on your skin. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. I save the fancy stuff for bedtime or um, first thing in the morning, but in the middle of the day, a, a little slather of oil or butter. <laughs> Here's what I do. I have uh, those little like backpacking travel bottles of, of Brain Octane because I travel with those anyway, and I have a little one that, that I carry with me in my backpack. So during the day, whatever I'm having for lunch, I pour some on, and I put my finger over the lid of it to modulate how much. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, no, I got some drips of oil, and then you rub it on your hands, rub it on your face, rub it on your arms. Because why would you waste it, right? That, so right. I, I do that that's all the time. Perfect. That's perfect. And it's got added, I mean, that's even better because it's better than just straight coconut oil or anything straight. So yeah, anything, anything you have. Okay. Works. And so, but all right, I've also, when I had really chapped lips one time, I smeared avocados on them and I probably looked like the Hulk or something. But you're, you're talking just pure oil, not like oil containing foods, like peanut butter on your face isn't a good idea. Um, I don't know. You could try it and see what kind of looks you get. I don't know. It just depends on what kind of, you know, if you're trying to impress someone or not. <laughs> nice. All right. So a little bit of oil. And, and you said something there that, that's a little confusing. Why would water dry out your skin? Oh, I love this topic. This is one of my favorite topics. Water as it, it, it doesn't get absorbed into your skin. So when you bathe or go in the swimming pool, um, Think about when you've been in too long and you get out and your your hands and your feet are all wrinkly. The water is actually pulling the moisture out of your skin. And when you're using commercial skincare that's primarily made of water, if if you look and it's the first ingredient, unfortunately, it could be up to 90% water. When you put that on your skin on a daily basis or multiple times a day because it's in almost every product, the water itself doesn't get absorbed it evaporates. And as it evaporates, it takes your natural oils and strips your natural micro microbes or microbiology that is going to protect you. So it's actually dehydrating your skin a multiple of ways because it just depends on how many things you're using every day. Okay. So if you're, if you're putting oil on, the oil is actually going to be protective. It's going to keep your natural biology there and it's going to be absorbed much better. All right, so that's because the cell membrane is made out of fats. And fats. A, a yes. lot of people think membrane, and you sort of imagine like saran wrap or something, uh, or like some sort of solid thing, but it's literally many tiny droplets of fat. 
and fat can stick to fat and things like that. And I'm not sure that I buy that water is always dehydrating because we have this thing called uh, osmotic pressure, right? So it depends what's in the water because if there's more stuff in the water on your face than in the cells, then it's going to pull water out of the cells. If there's more stuff in the cells than outside, uh, it's going to pull stuff out of the cells. Essentially, the the, the dirtier or water that has more things in it will want to essentially create a pressure to move towards the water that's cleaner. So yeah. it goes from high to low yeah. concentration and back and forth. But that's more for the inside. I mean, drinking water mm-hmm. is, we know, is extremely important. But on the outside, cleansing with water is about really all you need. Your, your skin doesn't on the outside need water like the okay. insides do. All right. So, so now, uh, in order to not look like a zombie, uh, I'm supposed to smear oil on my face. I'm down with that. What else can I do? Okay, I woke up in the morning. I'm like, oh, like there's bags under my eyes. Uh, I'm not looking so happy. Like, what do I do? Eat a good breakfast, drink a lot of water. And, I, you know, there's some of my products that I, I put together are um, anti-inflammatory. They have the nutrients in them. You know, every time I use my Beyond Serum, it's got so many good things in it. It automatically gives me a little bit of a glow. And... Yeah. it's the ingredients. It's the things that you're using. So if you're feeding your skin good things on a daily basis, you're not really going to notice those ups and downs as much. Okay. So essentially eat, uh, stay hydrated, and maybe use a a serum kind of thing and get some oil on your skin. Yeah. I think serums are a good quality moisturizer, you know, that doesn't contain water. Try it, you know. Okay. It, it makes a huge difference. Serums are awesome. I love using them, especially at night because they're really concentrated. And the nutrients are just, it, while you're sleeping, your cells can just, you know, absorb that all in. They don't have to be trying to fight anything else off. You're sleeping, you're regenerating. But it, it's okay if the label says aqua instead of water, right? No. <laughs> I, I always notice that on labels. I'm like, because it's skincare, why do you like use Spanish or French for water? Actually, that's not French. Um, but like like aqua, <laughs> what like okay anyway that just makes me laugh like marketing is marketing, I, yeah it's it's a marketing ploy but no it's not okay oh fancy water like add a zero to the price tag there we go that's right uh, all right so now let's let's say it's not a disaster day in fact tell me what you do for your skin every day like like okay you wake up and what do you do um, I wake up and sometimes I don't even wash my face it just depends how I feel. Um, sometimes the natural oils that your body creates is more protective than washing it even with a protective soap. So sometimes I'll just put a little bit of the one of my serums that I usually use um, the Beyond, well, the moisturizer I'll use in the morning, so the Beyond moisturizer. Um, and that's about it. A lot of times I don't even wear makeup anymore because my skin has really, it, it really looks really good. I'm 47 today and my skin has really never looked better. I uh, 10 years ago, I wouldn't go a day without makeup. I wouldn't go anywhere without makeup. And today, I rarely wear makeup unless I'm doing a video or um, interview or something like that. So on a daily basis, I don't. So that's really about it. I'll put a little bit of oil. And then midday, I might spritz my face and put a little bit of more oil with a toner. I spritz it. And then in the evening, I'll wash my face. Um, sometimes I'll do a face mask. Sometimes I'll do, I, I have a fire and ice face treatment system that uses the cayenne pepper um, theory behind it again to increase blood flow. And then the, it's a two-step. The ice has menthol in it to help cool. 
and um, increase the number of nutrients since the blood flow will be there from the fire. And I go to bed and got to get eight hours of sleep. Have to. Uh, my husband I, just I thought that people who sleep eight hours a night die more than people who sleep six and a half hours a night. Yeah, but they look better when they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> my husband just got this um, device called Bedit. Have you heard of that? Oh, yeah. I, I've had do, one for yeah. a very long time. Yeah. Do, have you had one? Yeah. And, and so I'm now obsessed with how well I sleep. And last night I did not sleep well. And it's bothering me. But I think I know what happened. I started doing this real, this new meditation. Muse, are you? You've, yeah, you've I, met Ariel. I, yeah. I, I think I have number nine, the ninth muse off the assembly line I have. Oh, oh really? Oh. Yeah. Well, I just met her this past weekend. She's amazing. She's great, yeah. Yeah, and I, my, Josh, had, my husband, had, had the device. So when I got home, I'm like, I got to use that. Well, it put me, I don't know what happened, but I, I meditated, went to bed, and my brain was so alive that I couldn't fall asleep. So I said, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I can do this. Some, some forms of neurofeedback. Can yeah. totally make it hard to sleep. Yeah, it was really cool, but I was like, "This isn't good." It's one o'clock in the morning. I gotta go to bed. So anyway, I'm gonna try and do my meditation in the morning now instead of in the evening. See yeah, how that goes. you can change. There might, I think the Muse has some settings you can change uh, as well, like what you're targeting and and right. You can also just change what you do during the meditation, even if you're still getting the high Muse score. But it's it, it's very complex. I, I know some people who've done uh, poor quality neurofeedback who actually like couldn't sleep for months afterwards. Like, like their sleep oh, wow. quality went from amazing to I'm a zombie and I don't know why. And, and it actually took more very specialized neurofeedback to sort of tune that. So it, it's, a, it's a double-edged sword, but it, I'm, I'm stoked that before you would just meditate and have no idea if it was working, and now you're like, oh, look, I got a score. And like, I, I <laughs> that's, think that's very meaningful. That is what is so cool, is that you get to see exactly how you did and how many birds you got. And last night I had a ton of birds I think I had 29 birds, which might not be much for some people. But for me, that was a lot because the day before, I got zero birds, which was devastating. So, you know? so you're, you're basically learning how to have more control of, of your brain. Yeah. And, and when you learn that, something else is going to happen. You're going to realize that what you ate and what you smear on your skin, actually, all of yeah. those have an impact on your ability to control your brain. And like that whole biohacking thing changed the environment around you so that you have more control of your biology well, you have cellular control, you have hormonal control, you have electrical and magnetic control, and you have control of what's going on in your head, which is like psychological and emotional and spiritual, right? So all of those are control layers you can hack. So you're you're just gaining more awareness of those. So just keep keep getting the bird. Yes, I can't wait. I'm going to do it again today. As soon as we're done, I'm going to go do my so I don't interrupt my sleep tonight because I need to get it. <laughs> yeah, sleep. Is. Because I got to get a good score and bet it. Bet it. Everything is giving me my feedback now, so I'm like in tune more to what I'm doing and how it's affecting me, which is so cool. Yeah, the, the idea of getting a really good quality of sleep score is, is amazing. So I, I had the Bedit commercial like coach edition for a long time that hooked into an Ethernet port so there was no Bluetooth. And um, that, was, that was really cool. I, I miss that one. I have the Bluetooth one now, but I don't always sleep with Bluetooth on. I, I have concerns about like, continuous Bluetooth all night long. I, I will do it when I'm testing something. Right. Um, I, I even used to use the Zio, which was the original one years ago when I, I first started blogging. And the same thing, you're like, okay, I have a headband on that's like really getting all this EEG data, but I don't want to like cook my head. So I, I try to use it in concentrated bursts, but not all the time. And I, I'm hoping that Bet it comes out with like one that allows me to plug it into the wall so I don't have to have a radio signal next to, next to my sleep all the time. Right, right. 
Awesome. Well, we didn't get too much into your book, which is uh, probably my mistake here. Like I, I should have talked more about that. But will you tell me a little bit about why you wrote a whole book on this stuff? I mean, granted, you have a skincare products company, so people write books because they, they know about a subject, they care enough about it to start a company instead of just getting a job, which is frankly easier. Um, so you're doing this stuff, but what's in Beauty's Dirty Secret? Like, why should people pay attention to it? Um, it, it my my goal is to educate people. Of course, I have a business, and, and it's an alternative for people, but I really want people to understand what's going on inside them. Um, you know, the way you metabolize or, or what happens inside your body when you put products on your skin that contain toxins, your body metabolizes it different. It, it goes through a different process as opposed to when you ingest it. So I talk about that. I, I get more in depth with the different ingredients that are harmful, what they do to you. It, I really want people to pay attention and start flipping their labels over. Just flip it over. I'm going to coin that. Just flip it over and read your ingredients. And if you don't know what they are, there's a great website, EWG, um, that yeah, or Think Dirty. I, I donate yeah. to the Environmental Working Group, right? Yes, they're awesome. They will tell you exactly how uh, toxic it is on a level of zero to 10, um, a product or an ingredient. You can look up either or. So if you're not sure what an ingredient is, you can look that up. If you want to look up the entire product and see what the rating is, you can look that up. So I just really want to increase awareness. I'm doing more speaking events. I think it's really important. It's amazing the light bulbs that go off when I talk because people connect diet with health but have yet not made that connection with skincare. It's coming along, and especially with the paleo movement, that has brought it to the forefront even faster. But for a lot of people, they're still not, that connection hasn't been made. And I really, really, that's my mission. I really want to educate people. I'm a nurse and I've always wanted to help people. That's why I went into nursing. So my way to give back in this type of setting, in a business setting, is to educate people, be your spokesperson, let you know exactly what's going on. And that way you can make your choice. You can make it yourself. You can, you know, you can do a lot of different things, but you don't have to contaminate your body if you don't want to. Okay. Where are you going to take Permalife Organics? So you've got a cool line of, uh, of beauty products and, and things like that. And uh, what, what are you going to do next? Oh, I've got lots of ideas. I have a ton of products that I haven't even released yet that I've made. Um, but there's an idea to do, um, you know, branch it out into something even more, you know, like possibly jewelry or, or clothing, something along those lines. Um, I, I, I'm a real fashion girl. I, I love um, to just be real clean and pure. I'm, I'm not really a high-maintenance girl, but I like high-maintenance health. So um, I, I don't know. The sky's the limit. You know, I've got lots of ideas. I have a great supportive network of my family. My husband, my kids are amazing at bringing up ideas. Um, I, I might even do a pet line. I don't know. I've, you know, I've got a pet. A dog, a bunch of pets. I have dogs and cats, and of course, I use my products on them. But I wouldn't even mind making things for them that's specific for animals because I think that's also very important. And um, I, you know, I don't know. Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. Awesome. Well, I have a question for you then, and it's the final question that has uh, been on every episode of Bulletproof Radio, and that is: given all the stuff that you know, all the stuff you've experienced. 
if someone came to you tomorrow and said, like, I'm going to perform better at every single thing that I do, what should I do to kick more ass every single day? Three most important things. Eat. Eat natural. Eat real food. Real food. Okay. Real food. I say it has to have a relationship with dirt. So it has to either grow from the dirt. It has to eat the dirt or the grass that grew in the dirt. Or um, for my skincare, I, I say that it, it can be the dirt itself. You don't really want to eat the dirt. But um, sleep. Get some, get some good sleep. Seven to eight hours a day. And meditate. I'm learning that the power is in your mind. And it rejuvenates you way more than you know. Beautiful. Eat, sleep, and meditate. Very sage advice. Trina Felber, where can people find out more about your company and your book? Uh, Primal Life Organics is where my business is. I have a, a blog. I'm going to have a new blog coming out pretty soon called The Healthy Me, which is going to be more than just skincare because I am way more than just skincare. I am all about the healthy lifestyle. So it's going to be a lot about the things that I do to keep myself healthy. Um, skincare is just a facet of that. Um, they can find my book on Amazon or Barnes and Noble and um, Twitter. I'm on Twitter at, at Primal Life Org. Instagram is a big one for me, Primal Life Org and Facebook, Primal Life Organics. So they can find me there. And I'm going to have a special that uh, I'm going to be sending you guys for the listeners. Um, of my products, I have a starter package. If anyone's interested, because I know skincare for me, it was overwhelming when you start to look at the skincare. Uh, I'm going to give a 50% off code or offer for people that are interested because it contains the things that are really important to start with. Cool. Thank you very much. Have an awesome day. Thanks, Dave. You too. If you enjoyed today's episode, you know what to do. Check out Beauty's Dirty Secret. And while you're at it, I just did my own Instagram account. We've had the Bulletproof Instagram account for a while, but now there's Dave.Asprey. So if you want to see all the photos that I don't put up on Bulletproof, the ones that are a little bit more personal, but still interesting, Dave.Asprey on Instagram. And while you're at it, sign up for a monthly subscription of Bulletproof Coffee. We'll get you your brain octane, gives you your coffee beans fresh, shipped without any, uh, any headache, and you don't even have to think about it, and you save money that way. Have a beautiful day. Human Upgrade, formerly Bulletproof Radio, was created and is hosted by Dave Asprey. The information contained in this podcast is provided for informational purposes only and is not intended for the purposes of diagnosing, treating, curing, or preventing any disease. Before using any products referenced on the podcast, consult with your healthcare provider, carefully read all labels, and heed all directions and cautions that accompany the products. Information found or received through the podcast should not be used in place of a consultation or advice from a healthcare provider. If you suspect you have a medical problem or should you have any healthcare questions, please promptly call or see your healthcare provider. This podcast, including Dave Asprey and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. This podcast is owned by Bulletproof Media.